good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of day you are tuning in. We thank you for joining us here at the Wellington Heights Community Church Podcast. I'm going to start us off today with Psalm 138, verses 1 through 3, and this is the message version. Thank you. Everything in me says thank you. Angels, listen as I sing my thanks. I kneel in worship facing your holy temple and say it again. Thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your faithfulness. Most holy is your name. Most holy is your word. The moment I called out, you stepped in. You made my life large with strength. And please join me for our opening prayer. Creator of all things, we gather together today in your name. We come as living sacrifices to offer you our worship and gratitude, along with our burdens and lament. Come among us, living Lord. Through the power of your Holy Spirit, transform our hearts and minds so that we may recognize your presence among us, know your will, and walk in your way. Amen. Stay tuned for a great message from Jenny Chatama, Wellington Heights Community Church's Soul Care Director. Hey, Wellington Heights Community Church Podcast. This is Jenny Chatama. I am the Director of Soul Care at Wellington Heights Community Church. I am honored uh, to be with you and uh, we're going to dive a bit more deeply into Romans 12, 1 through 8, which talks about being a living sacrifice and transformed lives and transformed relationships. So I'd like to begin with scripture, and this comes from the Common English Bible translation. This is Romans 12, 1 through 8. So, brothers and sisters, because of God's mercies, I encourage you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice that is holy and pleasing to God. This is your appropriate priestly service. Don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you can figure out what God's will is what is good and pleasing and mature. Because of the grace that God gave me, I can say to each one of you, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Instead, be reasonable since God has measured out a portion of faith to each one of you. We have many parts in one body, but the parts don't all have the same function. In the same way, though there are many of us, we are one body in Christ, and individually we belong to each other. We have different gifts that are consistent with God's grace that has been given to each of us. If your gift is prophecy, you should prophesy in proportion to your faith. If your gift is service, devote yourself to serving. If your gift is teaching, devote yourself to teaching. If your gift is encouragement, devote yourself to encouraging. The one giving should do it with no strings attached. 
The leader should lead with passion. The one showing mercy should be cheerful. Now in this scripture, we, we hear the word sacrifice. And I, I wonder how many of us, when we think about the word sacrifice, our mind automatically goes to, to what we'll have to give up or what it's going to cost us. And then we might even start to weigh our options and, and decide, nah, I don't really want to do all that. I wonder how our view might change if the words associated with sacrifice were freedom, wholeness, and new life. The gift of God's saving righteousness leads to a new life. And today's scripture from Romans is an overview of new life in the community of those who are in Christ. Paul works out some practical implications of God's saving mercy. As Christians, we are to give ourselves entirely to God because of God's saving grace. In Romans 12 verse 1, Paul says, because of God's mercies, I encourage you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice that is holy and pleasing to God. Because of God's mercies. God's mercies. What are we talking about when we talk about God's mercies? We're talking about God's compassion, kindness, forgiveness. It's God's mercies that we see reflected in the cross of Christ, which is a direct reflection of God's love for us. God sacrificed, there's that word again, God sacrificed his son. Jesus, the sacrificial lamb, paid the ultimate price so that all who believe in him will not perish but have eternal life. Because of God's mercies, death is not the end. We have an eternal future that begins here together on earth. And so the suitable response to God's grace is to offer our life back to God, to, to live in a way that pleases God. Now, I want you to hear me on this because in living in a way that pleases God, we're, we're not trying to earn our salvation. We're not striving for perfection because we are saved by grace through faith. Amen. There's nothing we can do to earn God's acceptance. We are God's beloved. He chose us. God loves, forgives, and saves us not because of who we are or what we do, but because of the work of Christ. Our salvation is a gift and our part is, is to receive God's gracious gift through our faith. And so we walk our faith out by living in a way that pleases God. And that includes 
offering our whole selves, body and soul to God. It, it begins first with accepting Jesus Christ as personal Lord and Savior, offering our inhibitions, emotions, mindset, and experiences to God. It's aligning our desires with God's desires, sharing our heart with God. It's honoring, obeying, and trusting God, repenting, and asking for God's forgiveness and enjoying the new life that we have through Christ. Walking out our faith also includes centering our lives on a restored relationship with God, neighbor, self, and creation. It's reflecting God's love and hospitality in a shared life together. It's focusing on bettering the quality of our life physically, spiritually, emotionally, socially, and the quality of other people's lives. As the body of Christ, we live in a way that pleases God when our arms are outstretched to those that are hurting and our doors are wide open to those who are suffering and we together walk alongside just as Jesus did. But this sacrificial way of living and being is it's it's like swimming up the individualistic stream that is our culture. The we focused way of the gospel goes against the me focused cultural flow. As Christians, we're not exempt from the pressures of the world to have more, do more, be more, and to do it all on our own. In fact, the the present age threatens those who belong to Christ. The, The world will always pressure us to live sinfully and selfishly. And yet if I'm only concerned with me and how this is going to affect me, I need to stop and ask myself, am I truly living out the gospel. We are to love people and God and resist conforming to the evil world systems that are all around us. The hands and feet of Jesus do not go hand in hand with systems of segregation and degradation, systems of oppression, classism, individualism, consumerism, persecution, and abuse. The Greek word for transformed in Romans 12.2 has the meaning of being changed into another form. Let's be aware of the ways in which we find ourselves being formed into the mold of this world and how the Holy Spirit invites us to partner with God in the work God is doing, reconciling us to God and and to one another. Have you ever heard of the input output equation. 
it's a, it's a math equation. And in simple terms, the, the input is what goes into the function and the output is what comes out of the function. The output variable, sometimes called the dependent variable because its value depends on the value of the input. Now the input of a function is what goes into the function. And it's sometimes called the independent variable because the function itself determines the acceptable input values. Okay, stay with me. <laughs> output depends upon input. If we imagine ourselves, we are the function. What's coming in impacts what comes out, right? And so the way we function in life, our, our habits and actions are dependent on or determined by what's coming in. Now, obviously, there's lots of variables to that, right? If we, if we look at things that have happened in our past or maybe current life circumstances, all of that are variables in our life. And yet we can say what we're consuming, our input, matters, and we get to determine what's acceptable. And so I think something for us to consider is how the consumption of our culture, social media, the media, influences our thoughts, which affects our output or actions, the ways of living and being. And is this in alignment with the way of Jesus? We want to align our input with what is holy and pleasing to God. The renewing of our minds is the regenerating work of the Holy Spirit, and yet we also have a role in cooperating with the Spirit of God and living sacrificially for Christ. As we do, we experience a transformed life and transformed relationships. Through Christ, we are invited into a new life of humility, devotion, and mutual dependence. We each have a role to fulfill in the community, the one body of Christ. God has work for each of us and, and spending our lives in service to God isn't reserved for pastors or for people working in ministry. It's for the church, all of us as Christians. How are we being invited to live sacrificially for Christ, both individually and in community? What are the gifts and talents that God has given us and how can we express those in a way that glorifies and serves God and others? What have been the marks of transformation in our life and which areas do we need to grow in? How is the Spirit inviting us to depend more on one another and work together as one body?
there are evil external forces working against us, some with human cooperation. And these forces will stop at nothing to isolate, separate, tear down, and diminish. But through Christ, we belong to one another and we are to depend on each other and work together. Jesus offers us freedom, wholeness, and new life through a personal relationship with him and in community with one another. The diversity and unity of the church is illustrated by comparison to the human body. Just as the human body is one with many members, so the church is united, though it's composed of many people. God has given each of us gifts that we are to exercise in a way that points to Christ and reflects transformed lives and relationships. There's an interconnectedness between sacrifice and transformation. And it's a beautiful thing when we can humbly devote ourselves to God and to one another. May we be inspired by the way of Jesus and may that be the catalyst that allows us to offer ourselves more fully to God and to one another. Amen. Hey, this is LD, Wellington Heights Community Church Worship Arts and Tech Coordinator, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to turn on your notifications so you can be one of the first to listen to future episodes. Also, be sure to hit that like button and share this podcast, and feel free to leave a comment or two as we would love to hear from you. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram or visit our website to stay updated with what is going on in the community. As you know, we are reliant upon the benevolent gifts of donors just like you to continue ministry in an urban setting. So if you are compelled to give, please give at donorbox.org backslash WHCC. Or you can visit our website, wellingtonheightscommunitychurch.org and hit that donate button. Hey, thanks again for tuning in. Have a blessed day.